0: Paul, 3-0. Call it take it quickly, Origi! He's yeah! 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 It's Iniesta!
1: And the Chelsea fans cover their eyes in horror. Oh, and Gerrard slipped, and Denver Barr's in here. Out comes mini labor
0: but punishes of all people, Steven Gerrard. Lingard's got four defenders, he's still going. Lingard, oh, that's sensational! From
1: Jesse Lingard, He didn't need any support at all. He celebrates in front of the Manchester United support. Cheers, boys. <laughs> Cheers. Hello. Thank I like that sound. That's good. Thank you. Let's Welcome go. everybody the Buzz Side <laughs> Five. Uh, you know the boys are always having maybe a couple a couple sips on a Monday night here. So I figured we we intro the boys. We'll go we'll, we'll go first to Maddie over here. Maddie, how you feeling?
0: Oh, feeling good. Um, feeling uh, pretty decent. Chelsea, you're looking pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah, just happy with the team's results. Other than that, uh, overall life going well. Sipping on a beer, sipping on a sud. Can't there you go. Too much. That's what I'm talking
1: about. And uh, for our listeners, if you don't know, we're all Detroit Lions fans here. So we're getting ready for the Monday night, Monday night football game. Sam, how you feeling like American football wise? You think we got a chance
2: tonight? Uh, I think I think it'd be a close game. Obviously, the first game of the season, Detroit uh, lost, but they got some points on the board, or they played pretty well. Um, and uh, the Green Bay just had a shocker. So I think hopefully it'll be a good game, and Lions come out on top. Uh, but as far as for the real football, uh, you know, Messi may have been uh, um, frustrated at the PSG game, but his uh, his counterpart in England, Messi Lingard, what a week he had! Uh, I mean, <laughs> up, up, up and down. I mean, he couldn't get any more dramatic than that uh there should be a film about it um you know so good week overall for being a man united fan but also i think just for jesse lingard fan i think it's just a a good week to end on so yeah very very exciting only consistent
1: thing about that man is he starts on the bench omar speaking of uh good players starting on the bench your favorite team with puig barcelona uh tough tough week in general but uh life-wise how you feeling though
3: Life is good, you know, my, my life is good over here in Grand Rapids. Uh, Barcelona's life not too good though. Okay. It's, like, it's almost a little bit depressing watching them play right now. Good news was that Coleman finally played, my one of my favorite players, Puig. And the only uh, good thing to come out of Barcelona right now is that we got some good young players that are getting experience. But other than that, it's almost, almost sad every time I watch them. It almost kind of ruins my day.
1: Yeah, that's usually how it is the last few years as a Man United fan, but um, we'll go last to Mickey. Your team loves three points and getting uh, three goals. How are you feeling after this weekend?
2: Yeah, I'm feeling well. Uh, my life is overall going well, and it's been enhanced by Liverpool's life. Uh, yeah, solid week. Very happy. Not really any complaints besides a little niggle that Thiago picked up, but overall, no complaints.
1: Alright, that's what you like to hear. So we'll start this week. uh, We had Champions League first week in Champions League. uh, We kind of glanced over in the last pod, but uh, we'll start out with uh, Sam and I's favorite team here. Uh, Manchester United, uh, they get an early red card. Uh, Obi-Wan Basaka gets kind of a questionable red in my mind. Um, Go down to 10. Look like they're just going to draw. And then our boy, Messi Lingard, plays the ball. Back to the American player um, that gets the finish. And... um, Manchester United lose to the young boys.
2: I didn't realize that he was American.
1: It just makes it worse,
2: man. It makes it, I mean, for me, I'm like, well, at least he's American. You know, whatever. Yeah, it was disappointing, obviously. Great for, you know, Ronaldo getting uh, another goal. Um, uh, Champions League goal again. Um, You know, so he overall, I thought he did okay. You know, okay. I mean, initially in the first half. Should have done a lot better, though. I mean, you know, playing young boys, no disrespect. They're the champions of the Swiss League. But, um, you know, uh, it's kind of different level. We should be kind of beating them pretty easy, just like Bayern did to Barcelona. So, uh, <laughs> Swiss League is that.
3: Had to get it in there. Uh, <laughs> not, not, don't kick me while I'm down. <laughs>
2: uh, but We're no, trying um, to get definitely, by. Definitely. I'm un- unfortunate. You know, uh, you know, I think it would have been okay if it ended up being one, one, uh, you know, for, for, what it was worth, but, um, you know, and Lingard, unfortunately, um, you know, not really paying attention or not looking or just, you know, being too cautious, uh, not cautious about it and not a good ball back. And they slipped it in in the last second. So, um, disappointing, but, uh, I think with the rest of our group, um, you know, I think we'll still come through. We just made it that bit harder for us. Do you think it was a red card? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's it one of those dangerous, obviously, high, you know, kind of above, higher up on the ankle. He obviously, made the contact. You know, it wasn't uh, uh, severe, uh, fortunately, uh, for an injury, but it certainly could have been. Um, so, uh, yeah, no no real complaints. I know, you know, Bissaka didn't obviously you know, mean it like that. He's, he's a solid defender. He goes in for those challenges. It was just this one was a little uh, unmeasured. So, um, but, yeah, you know, have to give it a red. Yeah,
1: yeah. I thought. I, I mean, yeah. it was one of those ones where, you're like, uh, you're yeah, you're not mad if it's given. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I well, that. I will say Barcelona did make an improvement. I think they lost by seven goals last Champions League when they played Bayern. Only lost by three this time. I didn't catch the game, uh, but what I will say, I mean, listen, losing three nothing's not great in Champions League. But Bayern Munich are in a fucking tear. So, I mean, it's not a great result. But uh, how did they end up playing during the game, Omar?
3: Yeah, you're trying to make me cry right now? No, I'm I, I'm, just, I'm kind of
1: giving props for it too, because Bayern are a
3: fucking phenomenal team. No, it's just it sad to see that where Barcelona has gone that we should be happy with just only a 3-0 loss. You know, it's like, obviously, that's not where we want to be at all. Um, and it was just, as a fan uh, that has watched them over the years, it was just sad to see them get dominated like that. Like, I can be honest, there was no... As I was watching the game, I was like, "Okay, we have a couple of chances here at the beginning, but I, there was no part of me that thought, that I really thought we were gonna win that game, as hopeful as I could be." They just, we just didn't look like we could win it. Um, Bayern um, looked dominant, so dominant that game, and and we just struggled. We what frustrates me the most about Barcelona right now, especially with with the game two in La Liga against Granada, is that we just don't have a playing style right now. We just don't seem to have like a way of playing or any sort of characteristics about the way we play. We just cross cross and cross the ball and then we don't even have a striker. So that's anything yeah, frustrating for me. I wish we were able to continue to have a, a better like it just seems like we don't have a strategy at all. And that's just the only frustrating part How do they lose
2: that? How do they lose that that's playing style because they were known for that for so long, you know?
3: It's yeah, it's just completely completely gone now. It, I think over the years uh, with the turnover with coaches, we mm-hmm. I mean, the amount of coaches we've had recently and then co- we they don't we don't give them enough time. And obviously, like we have a completely almost new team. Like a lot of these players haven't gotten a chance to play with each other. I mean, Messi's gone, some big names are gone. So I think they're still trying to get used to. Um I don't even know though.
1: I really think
3: I blame it Coleman a little bit.
1: Yeah. The striker problem, I mean, I don't think um, forgive me, what was his name? Uh your striker
2: um Braithwaite
1: no well he got hurt too Lord Braithwaite but uh uh no the guy that went back to Atletico why am I blanking on his name oh Oh, Griezmann Griezmann. 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 he's not doing anything for Atletico either so I mean it's not you guys got money for (laughs) it that that makes you feel (laughs) bad I really think you guys could have benefited from getting Cavani yeah it would have been a great signing for you guys
3: he would have been huge and to be fair we have we have some big names that haven't got a chance to play this season. Uh, Ansu Fati, our new number ten, hasn't got a chance to play. So once That's he's insane. back, that'll be really exciting. Dembele still hurt, hasn't got a chance to play. So once we get those two guys in the wings, it'll be huge. And I'm excited to see what Aguero does. Like we still have Aguero will be back, uh, training next month. So I know he's older, but I think his his quality and leadership can definitely. I think he'll definitely make an impact more than fucking Luke de Young. Yeah, <laughs>
1: definitely. Luke no.
3: de Jong missed one today against Granada. They even uh, – what's his face when Chelsea would have scored? Oh, Werner.
1: Yeah. Werner also – I will – I'll get into it, but Werner also missed a one-on-one with the keeper. Um, That's the ultimate insult. Yeah, speak, <laughs> speaking of Werner, Chelsea, uh, they get the edge and the victory against the Zenit team that kind of sat back and just wanted to get a result. Matty, how you yeah, feel about that uh,
0: game? Yeah, I apologize first of and foremost. I, I am feeling a bit laggy, so um, bear with me. Uh, let me know, guys. But uh, Chelsea, it was happily, we came away with uh, with a win there. Zenit did stand back um, for a lot of the game, but you know, Zenit did look pretty good going forward. They had a couple chances, especially Zuba um, or Zuba. I forget yeah, yeah, uh, really great how to pronounce his name. Yeah, he stepped on, almost made an immediate impact around the 70th minute. Probably should have had it. Um, but like I said, I feel you know confident that we uh, walked away with a win. Um, Rüdiger had another very Rüdiger moment, and you just love to see that. He takes the ball from half, sprints past everyone, and then takes a rip, um, which has been uh, – it's just nice to see. And then Mountain Ziek uh, they've been struggling a little bit, both of them. So uh, it's pretty cool seeing uh, Tuchel. Um, you know, at least wanting to make a difference, and then uh, sending them um, out. And he—I t- forgot which one he took uh, out uh, at halftime, but it made a huge difference. And like I said, just thankful for a win. Um, definitely could have played a bit better, um, but can't complain too much.
1: Yeah, uh, a couple games I just want to touch on. Uh, none of our teams specifically, but PSG—they uh, finally started their big three out once. Uh, with Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi, and they ended up tying against Club Bruges, um, which is insane to me. Um, Manchester City, it was a crazy game against Salzburg. Uh, ended up scoring six. Uh, Salzburg's Nkunku, I believe you pronounce it, uh, scored all three goals for Salzburg. He had like a 9.7 rating. Um, great game by him. He's uh,
3: player. x player. Is he?
1: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it not Leipzig? I thought it was Leipzig. Is it Leipzig? I'm sorry. Why did I say Salzburg? It's definitely one of the Red Bulls. Yeah. There's, There's three. The Red Bulls. Yeah. Why is it three? I said Salzburg. It's definitely Leipzig. You're right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we'll fucking edit that one out. American uh, coach. You, you don't fucking leave it in. I <laughs> no, you can just replace it. it. You can have
2: him talking and have, like, whenever he says Salzburg, you just replace it with a voiceover. It just yeah. said Leipzig. And it's just the fucking. <laughs> it's, it's like that TikTok RB. voice
1: Salzburg. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Liverpool, say, Leipzig,
3: say Leipzig for me one time so i have the recording ready. Leipzig
1: <laughs> um, Liverpool come back, beat AC Milan 3-2 to I didn't get a chance to see that game either
2: how'd you guys look, Mick? Uh, yeah, we were dominant first half, uh, we looked good went 1-0 left, I think, in the first 10 minutes and then, yeah, pretty much cruising you know, I was like, oh yeah, I could probably switch to another game because we're not going to lose this um, and then they just Literally two, what did they say? So with their two goals, which was in the space of three minutes just before halftime, they had five touches in our box total. And they scored from two of them. Um, that's
1: some that shit, dude.
2: Yeah. This <laughs> nicely sums up, you know, how that half went really. And then we, you know, we ran after it, second half, like we've done before, you know, before last season where we went behind. You I was confident that we were gonna come back and score. And That's what happened. Henderson did a Gerard like winner and uh, Anfield was buzzing again at the Champions League back. It was nice to see.
1: Yeah, awesome. Uh, Rematch of uh, one of the most epic Champions League finals, too.
2: Um, That was the first time. That was, uh, yeah, AC Milan Liverpool. That was the first time AC Milan visited Anfield and the first time we played each other not in a final. Interesting. I believe. Well,
1: yeah. That's a big win for you guys. Um, They're not an easy team to play.
3: Sorry, to interrupt, Cody, but I was going to say, it's sad to see a club like Milan at that. How great they were in those years, and look where they are now. Like they haven't been able to
2: be. Uh, yeah. Back now they like, have like anything. Olivia Giroud and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know playing in the <laughs> Champions, playing in the Champions League against Liverpool. I mean, it's just so shit. Like they could do so much better than that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, but they. I think they could be. They could finish bottom of our group. To be fair, because we have a a tough group. We're with Atletico and. Porto. Oh,
3: yeah. hey, Porto looked really good against Atletico. They, uh, they tied. Yeah, they
2: did. 0-0. But yeah. Porto
3: is like, remember last Champions League, they made a surprise run. Um, I didn't see them getting out of that group.
1: Definitely they, better than PSG. <laughs> I'd
3: love to see that game. That'd be crazy if Atletico and Madrid didn't make it out of that group, though.
1: <sighs> yeah, it would be nuts. But it just shows how bad Lodley LA- yeah, yeah. is uh (laughs) going to england we'll go to the premier league in typical buzz side five fashion the lads forgot about a game on friday that is my fault because i was looking at just saturday sunday games um leeds newcastle well the first half was fucking insane back and forth um mickey matt i know you guys caught this one but it was wild you didn't want to step away from this
0: yeah, unfortunately I did. I, I wanted to stay, and I think I got some of the first half, but it was definitely hard to step away. Like you said, just the tempo of the game, back and forth, um, the amount of of goals it possibly could have had. Um, it was just it was really, really enter- entertaining.
2: Yeah, first half especially. I mean, it kind of fizzed out the second half and um, ultimately led to no goals, um, and there weren't that much more chances. But that first half was just... It was nuts. They definitely tired themselves out. It was entertaining yeah.
1: from a neutral standpoint. Yeah, d- definitely an unsustainable pace. Um, man, again, Buzz side five comes in. We have no faith in our buzzing boys. Uh, Brentford gets the win. I felt oh. so bad this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> so Brentford scary. killed it this game too. They went down to ten men, um, and still had like they they gave up no shots on target, and they went two 0 Nice,
0: yeah. yeah, Tony. Tony taking it from the PK, um, and then has a
1: beautiful,
0: beautiful assist um, to Embo um where he just had to tap it in. But you know, right place, right time. He looked great as well. So it was, uh, yeah, I felt bad, <laughs>
2: not giving <Yeah>. them any. <laughs> yeah, definitely felt bad. My my wings were only buzzing at one mile an hour. It was, it was pretty <laughs> pretty sad to see. Uh, but no credit credit to him. I think. You know, I don't think Wolves really stepped up as much as they did in previous games either. Um, you know, they weren't as uh, bombarding uh, Brentford like they like they uh, had been before with other teams. So, uh, I think that certainly obviously helped Brentford out. But um, yeah, they looked pretty solid even after they got their second goal, and there was still quite a good amount of time left um, uh, to kind of hold on uh, to the win. So, still undefeated, I think. Right, they still haven't lost the game in the five five games now. I think they've won two and two on three or have they lost yeah yeah wait till yeah well that ends this weekend because they go they face liverpool so yeah (laughs) i don't know we'll see we'll get some predictions and we'll see yeah Yeah, i have some faith i will say i mean
1: (laughs) just to touch on what you said uh matt i'm tony like i'm surprised he wasn't picked up by a team It's awesome he stayed um on brentford and he continues to show his class um a team that really we're kind of just waiting to show something is arsenal um, they get a win over Burnley, which Burnley have one point on the season. Uh, and again, it's just a one, no win. It's like, you'd assume in my mind, I'm like, Arsenal should be like must, must watch TV, right? They're going to come out guns blazing and try to prove a point, but they can't get more than one goal.
2: They're just, they're not the same arsenal that they used to be. So I don't, I'm not surprised by that, but they seem to have gotten themselves out of that terrible start seemingly who did they win against you know Burnley and then uh, Norwich you know those are their two wins so uh, definitely better than not losing but um, yeah I don't know Arsenal yeah. I was going to say yeah it's interesting because we'll see how you know uh, Arsenal are picking up, a little, picking up some points and Tottenham are losing some points so they're actually kind of meeting somewhere in the middle and I think uh, I think they play each other this weekend or next weekend and um, it would be interesting to see. Obviously, if Arsenal were to win, they could they could go ahead of um, Tottenham um, in certain areas. So you know, they really, table can really flip just like that. It wasn't that long ago where Tottenham was half and Arsenal were bottom. So um, you know, they're, they're grinding out these wins. Hopefully, they're getting some points. But yeah, performance wise, they're not on par with where they where they should be, especially to be competitive. So um, it was nice for them to get some wins, and you know, their fans would be happy with that. But they need to step up their performance.
1: Yeah, it was a beautiful
2: I, I, kick, though. Yeah, got it. it was. Yeah, yeah it was. That was nice.
1: That's It's cool to see him playing for Arsenal. Um, He kind of was yeah. like that wonder kid signing for Real Madrid and wasn't getting a lot of playing time. So um, it's yeah. fun to see him there. I'm definitely a fan. Um, Liverpool come out, went 3-0 against Crystal Palace, a Crystal Palace that just dismantled Tottenham. Big win, Mick.
2: Yeah, and it actually, the 3 0 scoreline doesn't really do Crystal Palace just, justice. Um, Jurgen Klopp kind of summed up my thoughts when he said that um, that was the hardest 3 0 win he's ever seen. Um, and it's true. Uh, 3 0 was flattering. Uh, thankfully, we got it, but it was a lot tougher than it looks on paper.
1: We. I think I might be coming like a Crystal Palace fan this, this season, man. Like they every- played well, man. I was, <laughs> they
2: played some good shit, you know? Yeah. I'm like, people are talking about, oh, the top four is like really solid this year. It's a really good competitive league. Um, but I think a lot of the – all the rest of the teams, too, are playing really, really just very nice, attractive football. Um, and, yeah, Crystal Palace did that. and They had some, a couple of really good chances. They could have taken the lead. Um, we just were resourceful, uh, got through it, and thankfully put away some of our million chances. <laughs> yeah, I gotta
0: say, Liverpool looking uh, pretty, um, I don't know, competitive. Like you said, they they definitely could be top three, top two um, with the way that they're looking. Keta with the unreal volley, man, that <laughs> was beautiful. You couldn't yeah, believe weird. it. Yeah,
2: well, you can believe cool. it. I can believe it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the said same face
2: as Kaya. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It was it was a, a really good game. I think Liverpool are looking very very strong.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I and I kind of we all kind of doubted them a little bit, but they're proving us wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. Early on this season, uh, another game that proved us wrong was Southampton tying Manchester City, which is wild. I will say a couple quick facts, Stack Guy Cody, that this podcast. <laughs> Southampton have drawn their last four games, which is awesome. Four points, four games. <laughs> Man City is still only allowed one goal on them this entire season, and they've dropped points in two matches, which is wild to think about. Mm.
0: Yeah, this might, be, uh, this might be the season, their downfall.
3: But nah, it's you want that so bad, you've been saying that since the beginning of the fight.
1: <laughs> it's just wild it's just... <laughs> to see, though. Like, like, a team drops, they've dropped what I don't know, four points now. Four points, yeah, yeah, but they've only allowed a goal. No,
2: they dropped five points because they lost the first game. You're right. Um, yeah, really? it was yep. interesting. Never they were really like really this. Either. they were like this last year, though. Let's not forget that, yeah, yeah. It started like this last year. I don't know. Southampton is just like it out. I don't know if it's, it's almost like their game plan. Like it's they're told, okay, we're gonna draw this game. Like that's our goal. Um
1: I mean if you draw against Manchester City, that's a I mean that's a team that just goals. fucking scores goals. Hey,
3: yeah I mean you're in the Premier League.
2: Yeah, unfortunately. But uh they uh yeah no I thought uh you know see I don't think they were as um they didn't really create like real clear cut obvious chances at least that I can remember maybe there's one or two but it wasn't like a ton obviously they Handled possession pretty well. I think Southampton tried to counter when they could, and they had, they had a few uh, chances as well. But overall, it wasn't an overly exciting game. I, I felt like, um, um, but you know, that, that's where it goes to. You know, kind of Southampton, uh, you know, basically, kind of, essentially, winning the game, even though they, even though they drew. So, but um, they kind of got what they came for. So, um, you know, credit to them. It, they're kind of. I feel like they're under everyone's radar a little bit. You know, I feel like, you know, you you know, technically they're or, or, you know, um did have they lost yet or were they undefeated? Yeah, they lost to U in the first game.
1: Or no, they tied up. No, no you tied them, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. They yeah, have yeah. lost. Uh let me check real quick. Yeah. So either way, I mean, either way, I mean they're still pretty good uh uh where they're at, but uh, they obviously need to step up a bit as well. I mean, again, just kind of draw they, game, Just to so. crack
1: myself, they lost
2: to Everton their first week. Okay. So, uh, no, but credit to where where it is, but hopefully they dig it up. Yeah, they are doing better than we thought, aren't they? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: it's one of those things you look at your fixtures for the season, right? And you see if you're a Southampton fan, you know, you kind of count the games where, okay, we could take three points or, okay, man, we could take a point from this. When you play Man City, that's that's the one you X out. You're not winning that game. You're not tying that game. So to take a point, that's a win. Um, And speaking of points. Our good friends at Norwich still have zero points, and <laughs> I, I thought for sure they're going to win this, and they lose 3-1 to Watford, uh, and they sit bottom of the table with zero points. Uh.
0: So uh, speaking of stats, I think uh, looking at them, um, I mean, every single stat, uh, ball possession, total shots, chances created, big chances, accurate passes, pass success. It was all fairly close. And so I think I don't know what the difference was. Um, Watford just seemed to edge out three goals. Uh, Norwich won. Um, but yeah, it was uh, I do want to say I think I was the only one to call Watford win.
1: Yeah, for some reason this podcast loves to shit on Watford, and uh, <laughs> yeah. they've kind of proven us wrong
2: yeah. this year. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's you strong. didn't you didn't have to say that, Matt. Uh, you I could have kept to. that to yourself. Oh,
0: I
1: had to. I had to. Yeah, <laughs> Watford are looking strong. Looking At, good. Okay, moving on to the next game: Aston Villa, or as Omar has all of us saying now, Aston Villa. Um, they dominate in a short span and get a big win against a uh, super injured Everton side. But that was a very exciting game to watch.
2: It was. I didn't realise how, uh, how I almost forgot how noisy Villa Park can be. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was just an incredible atmosphere, I think, after that first goal. You know, Matty Cash coming in from the right wing, um, cutting inside and getting his first goal for the team. Um, you know, and he sprint 70 yards the other way to, to celebrate like crazy. Um, uh, obviously, Leon Bailey coming in as well. Got a little fortunate uh, with the own goal on the uh, the. Corner kick, but his third goal, uh I it was just great goal overall. I mean, it was just kind of written in the stars a bit. I mean, Danny Ying just picked it out of the uh oh, of the what pocket a from nowhere. Yeah, you know, did he mean it? <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he did. Uh oh, I
0: think he
1: did.
2: Yeah. yeah uh, Danny I Danny mean, Ings
1: is mean, he's looked <laughs> fucking great this season. <laughs> yeah. He, he should have had a goal it. too. He was wide open. I don't know if you saw it. It should have been what would have been yeah. the third goal. Um, he was wide open uh and never got yeah. the layoff. Uh
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and, and Leon Bailey just kind of making his stamp on the Premier League there, I think. So um, just a great end to the game for him to get a goal and the atmosphere it was. So very exciting looking player. Uh, again, Villa is just kind of one of those teams that it's just I'm almost kind of interested or, or wanting to watch some of their game each each week. So uh, obviously they're playing Man U this week, so definitely be watching that and not hoping for that. That'll definitely be a tough game. So we'll we'll, we'll definitely see how it goes. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I remember Cody and I were absolutely buzzing watching the Via game. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was it was so we were just talking about how well Bailey played. He what he he came in for twenty minutes uh, before yeah. he was he was himself was subbed off um, for a hamstring injury. I hope he gets uh, better soon. Um, just because I love watching him play, but the way he took Ings pass and in stride with his head. Didn't jump. He just kind of let the ball hit off his head. Kept it moving forward, and then took an absolute blast in the net. And that's mm-hmm. what that third goal deserved, just because it would, like I said, that the tempo of the game. And then um, Aston Villa, they they just needed that that third that third one to seal it, and finally everyone could kind of explode. And like I said, Cody and I, we, we were we were absolutely buzzing watching
1: that game. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. And we did in this podcast, Omar actually highlighted, uh, Bailey is a great signing. Aston, Aston Villa just did a really good job um, with the Grealish money. Um, and, yeah, I'm not looking forward to, uh, man, you playing them. But uh, speaking of a game that was fucking insane, uh, West Ham, Manchester United, a couple – what I think were – I think there should have been a penalty for uh, one of the Ronaldo shouts. I think the last one um, – one-to-one. Uh, Messi Lingard gets a goal in, I think, the 89th minute against his former team he was loaned out to. Beautiful strike, upper 90. And I tell you, know I was, I was right next to Matt. I was like, oh, it's game over. And then we get a handball uh, in the 93rd minute, and they bring on uh, a cold player, a cold legend, to take the PK. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, we have a chance now. And it's a terrible penalty. De Gea saves it. Um, and they get the win. Ronaldo with another goal. And my favorite stat of this podcast, in two games, Cristiano Ronaldo has now matched the goal total of two other Manchester United legends that wore the number seven shirt, Alexis Sanchez and Angel Di Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Who just were legends. awful for us. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sam, what do you think yeah. about that one?
2: Ah, Yeah, I was, you know, obviously being a United fan watching their game, it was pretty nervy uh, throughout a lot of the game. Uh, You know, they got their kind of go-ahead goal, um, you know, kind of just... Great goal, too. Yeah, I mean, kind of not surprising, too, just with our uh, defense, you know, unlucky. I mean, you know, took a huge deflection off Iran, and sent a hair the wrong way. But, um, you know, they got their goal. And, um, you know, at the same time, other than being nervy, we kind of had the record we have, especially last season coming back from behind. Um, you know, and uh, we we got that equalizing goal. I think Ronaldo timed it perfectly, that that run. Um, yeah. and, luckily, and luckily not to get it in the first time, but rebound off the keeper and slotted it in. Great ball from uh, Bruno. Uh, and yeah, I think Lingard, you know, coming on. I mean, that's exactly what he did at West Ham last season. Um, those were the kind of moves and goals he was making. I'm uh, just you know, thrilled that he brought that to United, and especially with the obviously the disappointment that he had um, coming off of uh, midweek in Champions League to, to kind of come back and bounce back like that because it just showed he had so much confidence just to even like take the ball on and even think about having a shot from there it, you know uh, it just takes so much confidence and resilience for a player to do that and slot it in perfectly uh, I thought it was great just even the West Ham fans acknowledging him and what he did for them last year uh, and him he himself not celebrating respectively but at the same time you know he was buzzing inside doing his little dance moves so um, uh, so it was just just great to see. Hopefully, we can see that uh, a little bit more often. But yeah, just kind of touching on what Mickey was saying last week. I mean, in these Man new games, we're just a little, we're just still inconsistent. We still don't know what we're going to get out of our squad. So um, each game, it's kind of like we're taking it as it comes. And you know, we're, we're not, I'm not going in with a huge amount of confidence. But yeah, against Villa, like we should, I think we should win. But you know, you never know. But Villa are playing great. We're, we're a little rocky, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see. But it should be a great game.
1: Yeah, I, and and I thought I'm like okay after West Ham's game against Southampton, I'm like all right, I, I think we're going to do well, but then Southampton goes ties Man City and you know West Ham's a threat like we've talked about. West Ham played great. Um we've we put McTominay in and it didn't really make a difference unfortunately because I'm a big McTominay fan. Um we still looked a little bit shaky in that final third uh in our third rather. Um so yeah, I was definitely a little worried but excited we got the 3 points there. Um, Man, this next one. Every single week. We've shit on these guys originally, and every <laughs> week we're like, fuck yes. Brighton and Hove Albion shine early. They get a little lucky, and they get the win. 2-1 to one over Leicester. Lachester. Right, over, I know you watched this one. What are your thoughts on this game?
3: Yeah, it's a great game. I think Brighton started off early really strong. Um, definitely, I, I definitely agree, though. Definitely lucky. Can't believe that yeah. uh, Lester got caught off sides twice. Um, <laughs> both the same player, you know. It was, yeah. And the same type of call, like, that he was in front of the goalkeeper. I don't know. Like, what do you, what do you guys – what do you guys thought? Yeah,
1: I think it was, out, it was right? the right call because he was – he happened to be in front of the keeper. But that
2: sucks because Lester played – they came back – and played fucking great the second half. And let me, I mean, not, not directly though, right? He wasn't directly in his line. Like, I feel like the keeper still could have, like, even if Barnes wasn't there, it still would have gone in. Wouldn't it have been like, though, say, even if Barnes wasn't directly in line, but say the shot went towards Barnes and it was going in and he just kind of jumped over it, like that would have counted. You would say, oh, yeah, he should be upset. Yeah,
1: I, I thought he was close enough, at least on the second one, where it made a difference. Where I was like, okay, that's still offsides because he was yeah, within like three feet of the one. Goal. He was closer to being
3: on the line of where the ball was coming in the goal. I didn't think then that, that first one he was really at all. Uh, but it's crazy that he would stay offside. Obviously, it's hard because he they put him in front of the goalkeeper. Yeah. And normally uh, teams put a player on the post, but Brighton doesn't put any players on the post which makes it easier for that player that they put on the goalkeeper to be. Yeah, outside. good
2: job they didn't. Could you yeah. imagine being bombs though? It was the same player. <laughs> Did you find out how fell felt afterwards? Oh.
3: Side, side <laughs> note on that game, uh, Leicester started dominating when Basuma came off. So Basuma had a little injury and he is looking like, wow, He he's honestly becoming one of my favorite players. If I was Barcelona, I would buy him in a heartbeat. I would give him the Sagrada Familia, and whatever they want. <laughs> he is just. I saw a little interview with him at the beginning of the game. They asked him. They asked him who he thought his favorite or best midfielder in the Premier League was, and he said himself. So hey, I just love. love to like, hear. It. He's just. Like, I don't know. he just has a swagger to him. I love the way he plays, and also an ex-Barcelona player, Cucurella, uh, got to start as a left back for Brighton and. He did great. He he looked really good for them. So I was excited to see him. And obviously yeah. Rossard is, is a great player too. He made a huge impact for Brighton. Um, yeah, guys. and and
1: Brighton, Brighton as, as as we speak right now are in fourth place above Manchester City. They are in Champions League football as we speak. <laughs> Fucking goals, baby! Love it. Oh, yeah, God. great
2: start! Great start for Brighton and Hove Albion.
3: <laughs>
1: and <all> that <laughs> absolutely two teams man um moving to london we got a big game we're like it was one of those games you're like all right is tottenham going to they they going to bounce back or are they kind of teetering off like we think and it was definitely the latter chelsea plays a fantastic game uh, they dominate 3-0 tiago silva plays a fantastic game um and one thing that i noticed the entire time was every time chelsea has the ball Everybody is moving. Everybody's making runs. Even their their three center backs. Nobody's ever ball watching, and they're a fun team to watch. And and for my money, I have them as the favorites for sure to win the league this year. Cheers to that! Take like that hearing back, hearing man.
2: That. I like oh, that. you. Okay. you say you're a man you fan. Which? I'm a fan. <laughs> uh, listen, if I'm going, my brain. He's a realistic person as well.
3: He's not just Dude, What a man has, has Matt Kelly done to you? Cody, Little. <laughs> I don't like
1: the team. I
2: don't.
3: <laughs> you have a blue shirt, Chelsea jersey underneath that shirt, or
2: what?
0: <laughs> I'm just
3: a cap.
2: Yeah, he said it's yeah. a Lions shirt, but it's a Chelsea shirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, man, I got to give it to Tottenham. They actually did really well the first half. Going in tied, tied. Um, definitely was not thinking that Chelsea were gonna walk away from this as a 3 0 win. Um, which takes, honestly makes it even that, uh, that much better, just because it was first off. It was at Tottenham, in their own yard, in front of their own fans. We disrespected them. How, I, you know, yeah. this feels great. <laughs> um, and, and like I said before <laughs> earlier, credit to Tuchel for making um, a halftime switch. Uh, this is his second time doing that. And it, it shows that he has, um, you know, he has a plan. And he, we all want managers that will make a change if a change is needed. And he brought off one of my uh, favorite players. We all know that I love Mounts, but he brought on my absolutely – um, my most uh, favorite player, which is Conte, and happy to see him back. Came in, got a goal himself, got very low. Yeah, I had a
1: good rip there. I didn't yeah. I didn't expect him to take that shot and he hit every, it hard.
0: Every once in a while he'll uh, he'll take a he shot. He scored something yeah, he had a nice hit at down the bridge. Yeah. Did you last see him year, two years ago, maybe.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, he's like he laughing. Even if it was,
0: <laughs> even if it was a very lucky goal, you just gotta be happy for the man. He's yeah, just you can't, you can't be players. mad
2: at Conte, man. I no, know God, when he's smiling, when he that, smiles at the camera, I know he's smiling at me. So <laughs> 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 it's just a feeling I get, you know. <laughs> Um, and then Cody, like you
0: said, Thiago Silva, man, he just—I uh, I think it's his like birthday. I heard in like two days or something. He's nearly thirty-seven years old out here, outclassing everyone still. Um, said uh, to uh, this, day. Said this to that, this day. <laughs> in a recent interview, he said he uh, aspires to be <laughs> like. To uh, this Malchini. day. And, yeah, uh, and
1: I, I want to. Yeah, everybody, I, especially in soccer, people throw out age, but if yeah. if his game is not teetering, which is clearly not. Chelsea got a hell of a deal on them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, we did. No. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, credit to Tuchel. Uh, another great performance as a manager. He he tweaked the team as as was needed, got the 3-0 win. Um, Kepa looked pretty good. Mendy's out injured right now, so it was nice to see our backup, especially one really struggling with confidence um nice to see him step in and and perform getting another clean sheet. We only have one goal. Chelsea only has one goal scored on us and it's from a from a PK this season so far. Um so another clean sheet man. It just it's, yep. it's awesome to see. Great. Uh, we used to even like maybe 2 seasons ago we're struggling very very much so in in the back line and now we have one of the best in all of Europe. So a yeah. cool
3: storyline uh, was how uh, Thiago Silva and Tuco made it to the final of PSG, and they and then Tugo got let go, and then yep. kinda, Thiago Silva got let go, and then they both together make the yeah. Final yeah.
1: next year. yeah the yeah. more the moral of this podcast, if anybody's listening to the storyline, is fuck PSG. We don't like them. <laughs> no, <laughs> no.
3: Hey, Messi looked do. unhappy.
1: Oh, yeah, he was pissed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. the
0: messy tracker on.
3: Tottenham after that game are now
1: negative three goal differential. And if we are counting teams that only have one goal scored on them, there is one other team that only has one goal scored on them, and that is Liverpool.
0: Liverpool. Liverpool and Chelsea are tied. Um, Stats exactly the same. Chelsea is our first place because they won their most recent game away, whereas Liverpool won their most recent game at home. And so that's the only reason why we Yeah, won. I
2: saw that first fight. I thought it was, was so exactly the same.
0: Yeah. No, we had yeah.
2: exa- exact same stats. Yep. I'm more of a third place guy. <laughs> What's that like? I thought it was done alphabetically. I didn't know that. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was just because <laughs> Chelsea was C. The no. and
1: out, that's a great oh, letter though
0: last thing I want to say about that game is Rüdiger's third goal beautiful Werner with the assist for any Werner haters out there
1: he missed a sitter <laughs> he missed a one on
0: one he missed a one on one shot you know what, <laughs> you know what assist, he'll get the most assists like a season Werner or Luke <laughs> Young any day
1: okay <laughs> yeah alright that's I mean, interesting you
3: know what, bad, you know I
0: what? Werner it. stepped on made a difference that's all that matters
1: yeah, oh, I think did he I, make?
2: when they already winning?
1: Yeah, no, he—they were winning, and he missed a sitter,
2: and he—I guess he got so. kind of All right, I don't know. All right, reinforced our belief on how shitty he is a striker. That's what you meant. If that's what you mean by difference. Then yeah,
1: sure. yeah it's got two words: dog shit. Um, <laughs> speaking of dog shit, uh, we're going over for our quick German segment. Uh, our boys in fourth uh, took an L again. They took an L. Uh, via own goal, the they're getting late. closer. Though. They're getting
2: closer. Yeah, I mean, they, they were. Scored. They scored. It was just by
1: an own goal. They Real, scored. Technically, they, they scored their own goal on them, You know, like that. They, they scored twice, but one was on themselves, and they end up the losing. <laughs> um, tough one, you know. Uh, it happens. But we have a new segment I want to bring every week, and it is Cody's top weird soccer stories of the week. And I told Maddie about this one earlier, but it is a, is a great one. So you guys are familiar with the Brazilian player Hulk, correct?
2: The Hulk. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know, that's not his real Played name. In China.
1: He's no longer in China, actually. He is very recently now playing back in Brazil. When he was in China, oh. him and his wife got a divorce. They had three kids together. He now has married his ex-wife's niece. And they are going to have a baby together. They announced they're pregnant. So he's going to have a kid that is simultaneously half brother, sister, half cousin, with the current kids from his ex wife. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) amazing. Just, uh,
2: just, just keep saying the family, I guess. (laughs) Another day in Brazil,
1: my friends. Another day in Brazil. So how how
3: how does the family work so that baby would be what with the ex wife?
1: So that, oh, with the ex wife. So that baby will be the ex wife's niece. I am, As well? Like, ex wife. Gr- right? Second
2: niece? Yeah. When your when niece has a child, what is that?
1: Your second great,
2: niece, right? Your niece. I don't know.
1: All I know is. <laughs> your, your <niece.
2: laughs>
1: all I know is that child will be cousin siblings. With its siblings. Real <laughs> weird story. Um, you know the ah, British tabloids yeah. went off on this one. So if you want to look it up, it's a very true story. And I will say, at least Hulk is like coming, just being fucking transparent with it so nobody could shit on him. But that's a weird story. Um, so that where's one definitely it, it takes it a pig.
3: Out of all the girls, like, come on, man.
1: Keep it in the family,
3: yeah. baby.
2: <laughs>
3: you already know that. <laughs> you, didn't, you already didn't know. know.
2: You already know our birthday? Like, you know, you just do Christmas together? Like, it's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that one gets weird for sure. Um, another topic I want to bring
1: up before we, we get to our uh, our current scoreboard and our predictions was I wanted to get a feel from you guys of a couple of players that you think deserve a little bit more playing time. It could be from, from your team or another team that you've been watching and you're like, man, every time he comes on, he makes a difference. Um, anybody have any thoughts of some players that just – you just want to see a little bit more of
0: yeah. Um, for, I guess I'll, I'll go with my first one. Um, we already talked about him. The reason why I want to see more of, of him is because we have talked about him and every time I do see him, um, he does so well. It seems like Omar, Cody, like you guys said, um, Bailey, I think, uh, mm-hmm. seeing more, more of more Bailey for Aston Villa. It'd be nice to see him start. I don't know if he has a season, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but, uh, him coming on as a super sub is awesome. I would love to see more time from him, see see how well he does with uh, with more uh, time on the pitch.
3: That's Definitely. One, that's that's one of the ones I had as well, for sure. Yep. I had uh, Bailey in there. Um, one for Wolves, uh, I think you guys probably agree on this one, but I would love to see more of Pudente. Yeah. I would love to see him. It's hard because, obviously, then you mm. got to take out either Traore or Trincao. But I would love to see Podance even, even be used as a, as a number 10, as a center attacking mid. But he's just so creative that he only gets like 10, 15 minutes every game, That and he makes a difference every time he comes in, that I would love to see him even get to start some games or get more playing time. Yeah, I could. I mean, the
1: man, that's up to the manager, too. I mean, maybe if, that's tough to put him over those two players, but maybe they alter the, their playing style if he has a spot in there. Um, I know for me, watching Manchester United, it's – It's going to be really hard once Rashford comes back to try to pick out a starting 11 that incorporates all of our players that deserve to be in the 11.
3: Van de Beek is a good one though.
1: Yeah. I, he's, he hasn't, I thought he was able to get a finally get a chance and then he gets, and then um, we got a red card and he got subbed off immediately. So that that was, that was tough to watch.
2: Yeah. Van de Beek, he was a name that stood out for me as a, when you asked that question, um, It's just kind of, you know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes or what happened, what's happening at training or stuff, but it's just surprising because he was so good at Ajax. I feel like he's just wasting away on that United bench. Like his talent is just going down the drain.
3: Typical United.
2: Yeah, we don't know which record. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously we've seen a bit more, but I think even you know, even Jesse Lingard, for that matter, is, uh, I think this seems to be, he actually deserves to be playing more. I, I think he's someone who's actually really put in the effort last season after he went away to West Ham, come back. He's brought it with him uh, to United. He's been coming on as as, as a sub uh, in, in the recent games. It's just tough, like you said at yeah, United. Like, you know, just got so much quality players and depth, especially in the attacking areas where. You know, you know, you know, no one's taken Ronaldo's position, I think. His backup really is, is Cavani. But uh, in terms of that number nine role, that's Ronaldo's. Uh, obviously, you've got Sancho doing well, Greenwood doing well. It's like, do you take Greenwood off? Do you, like, do you piss him off to kind of give Lingard a role? But he's kind of going in more that kind of number 10 position, which is Bruno and Pogba. And You know, do you, that's who he came up or You know, Pogba, like, uh, in, in the game against West Ham. So, it's, it's really tough, and I don't think there's really a formation that, that um, goes in well. I think he just has to keep – but I think he knows that too. But I think he just has to keep doing in the work. Um, uh, he's staying training. When he does, come on, show what he can do. Uh, and that's how was, that's how you're really going to get your spot. You kind of force your manager to pick you at that point. Um, I think he's really uh, answering those questions. So he's definitely, definitely one um, for me.
1: Yeah, I would totally agree with that. And Greenwood also – I mean, obviously he starts, but he was, he finally got that center forward position and he was doing fantastic at it. And then we signed Ronaldo. So then we put him out in the flank again and he's still great, but he's just not, I don't, I think he wants that center forward position. But um, when it comes to Lingard, like I, I think we're all kind of big fans of him. Like we all love a comeback story and I kind of associate him with Deli Ali too. With like, those two English like young up and comers that both had like a, where the fuck do they, what happened? You know, they didn't play a whole season. So I just want him to do well. And again, I agree. I think, I think he deserves a spot, but where do you put him? It's just, it's it's difficult for sure.
3: And one last player guys, I think you guys got to watch out for is a 19 year old from Greece that plays for uh, Norwich. I don't know if I can even say his name, right. His name is Christos Cholis, like, T Z O L. I saw him come in one game and then I looked him up because I was like, wow, this guy's killed, 19 years old. And I saw his highlights uh, for Greece and like some other games, and he just seems like he uh, he's a wonder kid. Damn. And hopefully we'll start getting some more playing time for Norwich.
1: Huh? Yeah. I mean Norwich could they could use us. I need something. They
2: need some points.
1: Yeah, they also need a jersey redesign because it's pretty fucking awful.
2: All right. Uh
1: Moving on, we're gonna go over our scoreboard with Maddie. Uh, I don't think anybody did particularly super well this week. Um, I'm really nervous to see if I'm in last place, but we shall see. Maddie, how are we looking on? Uh, what are we six weeks in? Yep, yeah,
0: we are on week six now. Um, going over, Omar, do you have your points added up from last week as well? Yeah, eighteen plus five. Yep, 20, I'll, put, I'll put it in there. I got you. Cody, okay. Yeah. So, uh, going over your, uh, scoreboard here, Cody, you are not last place. We have Omar. We <laughs> have Omar still riding, but he but Cody, is catching up.
3: If Omar, I were you, I'd be nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm
0: nervous. If I were you, I'd be sweating. <laughs> Omar's making a comeback. I'm not going to lie. I'm not gonna lie, Omar is so Omar sitting with uh, 23 points. We got Cody in fourth place, only 24.5. That is 1.5 more points. Than Omar, thank so uh... you.
3: I'm looking at Mickey at this point. I'm Ooh, <laughs> looking at
0: Dude, open. you know, you don't even have a
2: Cody. Don't
0: look at me. <laughs> Speaking of Mickey, we got Mickey in third place. We have 26 points with Mickey. Um, and then uh, beating him is Sam, his own twin brother. Sam, how could you? We got uh, Sam right. sitting at. It's the story of our
2: lives, mate. That was a good joke. No.
3: <laughs> Mickey, why are you looking like a tomato right now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got, Dude, it's actually hot. I've been sweating. I have to close the door because the airplane's just loud as fuck. I'm sweating.
0: Uh, sweating in Cali. Um, and then we got Sam, like I said, 28.5 points. And then we have myself. First place,
3: baby! Unbelievable! I want to recount. There's no way.
0: Yeah. It hey, go ahead. Not the count. And, hey, yo, we got the, everyone can see the Not scores count. And I got uh, myself sitting at 33. Fuck points. you! Yeah. You're running away with it, dude. Yeah, this man. motherfucker
3: got yeah. 10 more points than yeah. me. Yeah, well, this is the same. This is the same
1: motherfucker that said he's going to make a bold prediction last week and just made some fucking basic decisions. Hey, basic math.
3: Let's call him basic math. Fucking bacon. Oh,
1: you Listen. Outside of outside of this podcast, he's Rado Matt, if you guys don't know. Oh, he man. lives a wild lifestyle and yeah. he's just a lot, you know, like Do I, I, I yeah, would no, say I don't want to say a wild lifestyle, but he definitely like goes that, that boy
3: be wild then. He'd be wild. He's wild. I'd say
1: he's, wilding <laughs> he's wilding now. wild now. Yeah.
3: He's wild because he's young though. Can't cut it. He's wild because hey, hey, he's young.
1: <laughs> but on this podcast, he's just super Basic fucking man. Yeah, like I'm, back, I'm back smart to be drinking. Like I if you a
2: were
0: if
1: you were a color, you'd be fucking beige, dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 only, on this,
0: only on this podcast. So, hey, you know, what? y'all can hate y'all can hate. That's fine.
2: <laughs> What's <laughs> the right? prize again? I
0: forgot. Uh, jersey.
2: Yeah. And then
0: I think we uh, have we decided which jersey it would be or is it of the winner's choice?
1: It should be, in my oh, opinion, up to the winner's choose. choice. Are oh, oh, we, we doing loser's shoes?
3: Loser's shoes. Yeah, that was the, we could probably look at the podcast
1: in the first park. I I want to give somebody a oh, good jersey, losers, though. Shouldn't? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, it should be a winner's need, choice. No, if Matt cities. wins, it's
3: loser's choice.
1: Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair, fair, <laughs> all right. Oh, that's
3: bullshit. That's Put bullshit. it in the
0: contract. Just <laughs> don't get the ugly ass Paisley man uh, Uni- uh, city jersey. Oh,
2: thanks to <laughs> United Browser. Awesome. No, Matt would just want a Mason Mount shirt.
0: Yeah, just give
1: me anything, Mason Mount. Uh, just customize it to say Mr. Chelsea on the back. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Chelsea. You fucking you write, bitch. You I'm, getting you you a, I'm getting you a Chelsea jersey, but a Phil Foden on the back. <laughs> 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 okay, speaking of Mason Mountain, Phil Foden, this week, starting it out, Man City. Go to, uh, go to Chelsea and have a fucking – got a, we got a big battle here. How good is Chelsea – how good is Man City? We will find out. Matty, what are your thoughts on the game?
0: Oh, yeah, put me first. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, honestly, yeah, it's. I do have bias, but I do think Chelsea are the better squad. Uh, City are dropping points right now. Uh, they're not too, looking too City-esque as they could be. Chelsea, even when we're not looking our best, we walk away beating Tottenham 3-0. So I'm going to go ahead and give Chelsea a uh, – City as well, so they score. So I'm gonna go ahead and give Chelsea
1: a two a two one win. All right, two one. We're gonna go to Sam next. What are your thoughts?
2: Oh yeah, good game. Uh, obviously Chelsea uh, being very dominant at the minute, uh, very consistent. Man City being a little little uh, inconsistent, but they're still obviously a team to fight for the title here. So um, I think it would be it'll be it would be a tough game, but you know I'm gonna. Um, yeah, I'm going to go against Matt here. I'm going to give City a win. I'm going to say Don't score a lot though. I'm only going to say 1-0 Man City. Woo! Suck it, All right. Matt.
0: All right, that's fine, that's fine.
2: Going over <laughs> to my boy Omar, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, you know what I
3: can agree with uh Sam, I think uh, my boy Guardiola is, is going to He's yeah, my boy
2: <laughs> Barcelona
3: though. <coach. laughs> we <laughs> friends. He's going to I know Man City hasn't been who who we think they are, but I think this game they're gonna obviously bring their best. I think they're gonna move the ball and finally surprise Chelsea and get a two two to one win. All
1: right, Mickey, I
2: go one one.
1: Funny enough, that was good. my prediction as well. That's a
2: Good prediction, though. That's the guy's. I, can
1: I got one one as well. I think it'll be yeah. a good game, though.
2: It'd be a good game. Yeah, it'd be a good. It'll be an entertaining one one.
1: Yeah, definitely. Another entertaining game. Uh, Aston Villa going to Old Trafford. Um, Sam or well, sorry, Matt. We'll start with Matt.
0: Uh, oh, this is this is a really good game. Um, ah, this is a tough one. Uh, I feel like this one could go either way. I'm gonna go. Is ahead. it
2: though? Is it tough?
0: I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, or Villa, we're we're looking pretty sharp. Um, I'm gonna give a a 0 win, man United.
2: Oof. Jesus, that was close. Yeah, I have to give I have to give United the win here. Um, I don't know, I feel like we do a little bit better. It'll be tough though. Villa Villa have been scoring, you know, I feel like our defense is still shocky, a little rocky. So I think Villa will score. Um, but I'm going to say I'm gonna go three one United.
3: You know, I agree. This one's hard because uh, Villa have been playing well. Um, and they, they're coming we gotta back. we got to stop a, calling them Villa. They're coming that back. Villa? Uh, I, I, Villa, cannot,
0: I cannot stop saying it.
3: They're coming back from <laughs> a three to nothing win. So, oof. But I think Man United will pull it off. No Champions League this week,
2: right, if I'm correct. Um, I don't think so. No, it's it's Caribou Cup. A,
1: A.K.A. what our friends at Men and Blazers call the Company Cup Cup Cup.
3: I think two one menu. I don't know if I like it, but fuck it, I'll go with that. Is it me? Oh, uh,
2: two one Man United. I think it'll be one one to be fair, but I'll go two one because Man United oh, play well. Oh, fucking at home. predict it one one then, don't. No, because United play well at home, and. Well,
1: like you're just trying to like save yourself now. You're like, oh, if it ends one one, then I fucking called it. Yeah, <laughs> you can listen to this back.
2: Be like, I did think one one as well.
1: Oh, I knew it. Uh, I will say. <laughs> I hope Bailey's hurt just for this game. I'm going to go 2-0 Manchester United. <laughs> uh, and I lost my fucking bet. Okay. 2-0 Man Okay. Next game. Actually, this is going to be interesting. I, I I don't know what the status of a lot of the injuries for Everton were, but I, I know they had a lot of key players out. They had to start Chelsea legend, Begovic, and Net, and we also saw that ended up. Um, Everton versus Norwich. Everton is home. What do you think happens here, Matty?
0: I'm going Everton
1: 3-0. They are playing bottom of the league, Norwich. So yep. that is good yep. for an injury-ridden team. they're
0: Everton, are pl- yeah, playing home. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's a, yeah, it's a tough one, but I don't know. Everton coming up last night, so I'm picking it up yet. Um, will this be a turnaround game for them? I don't know. I feel like I said that last week and the week before. Um could be close to them but yeah i think everton probably edge it out at home i'm gonna say i'm gonna say 2-0 everton
3: i'm gonna go everton
2: 3-1 i'm doing 2-0 everton clear eyes full hearts can't lose
1: yeah i'm gonna go 3-0 everton we saw everton's quality too like if they i mean if they can get uh, dcl back um mean, i they're a good team. Hopefully we see James. I don't know.
2: Um, what I is that with that? Is he? Yeah. I didn't. I thought he yeah, was. Maybe a that's
1: time.
0: a guy uh, that deserves more playing time right there. Yeah, yeah
3: absolutely. About? I mean, he wasn't what? even oh, on yeah.
1: the bench last week. Does,
2: does it, Did, I don't know. Is he about. injured or what? What's going on? He no, was injured,
1: him? but he was supposed nah. to be fit next week. Or, hmm. or the last week. So he he was available for the bench.
2: I thought he was just being a little bitch when he was trying to leave. Like, he tried to leave in the summer, but it worked out. <laughs> but just like... That's, that was my impression of the
1: storyline. I mean, that could be true, but, like, also, you can't fucking loot. Like, you got to p- still play your best players. Uh, I don't know. Unless he just... That's the thing. Try. Is he one
2: of their best players right now?
1: That's I mean, situation. yeah, I thought he had a
2: good year last year. Yeah,
1: so. I mean, last game, they really could have used him when Villa put it down on them. That's for sure. Uh, interesting next matchup. Keith. Sorry, go on, Mickey. I didn't mean to interview. Sorry, I was
2: going to say, he's better than the other James, Dan James, at Leeds.
1: Well, that's exactly where we're going next. <laughs> we got Dan James at Leeds versus West Ham. <laughs> Matt, how are you feeling? Leeds versus West Ham.
0: Uh, I think West Ham will edge it out. It's a question of the score. You don't want to give them a 2-1 win or a 2-0. Um, Leeds, you know, still looking somewhat dangerous sometimes.
1: They're just, uh, they've been disappointing
2: us in this podcast. They're so
0: bad they have. defensively. Yeah, I'm gonna give uh, West Ham a, a two-one win over Leeds. Uh, yeah, uh, just
2: yeah, pretty good matchup. I think Leeds West Ham both coming off from a little bit of rocky games. Uh, you know, Leeds are home, you know, Ellen Road didn't seem to affect Liverpool that much. West Ham probably have a bit more of a because we're amazing tough, t- tough time there. No, I wouldn't, wouldn't go that far. Uh, uh, I will say hmm, – I feel like it's more of a draw. I'm going to say 1-1. One, one.
3: You know what, though? Um, uh, the Hammers started off so well. They were 2-4-0 wins. I don't know what's been happening to them. I mean, they uh, played
1: well against Man U, too. And then they tied to Southampton, which apparently Southampton could tie with anybody. So can tie anybody. No matter who it is, your grandma, they'll tie.
3: Yeah, tied up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I
3: think Leeds will finally please the Leeds. They won't disappoint us. The boss high five. Do it for us if you do it for anybody. Two to one leads. I don't want them. I'm
0: gonna drop. <laughs> Listen,
2: if we Are if you?
1: we have to put our magic into any team, we really need a first win. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, true. We do.
2: Yeah, our buzz juice has to go towards Firth and Brentford. Yeah. yeah the buzz
1: juice yeah. will be honey, by the way.
2: Yeah. Our honey. honey. Need to make some honey. We're good.
1: I'm going 2-2 Leeds, West Ham. Leeds oh, winning. Um, man, you guys have a lot of faith in Leeds here, which is weird. Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 West Ham. I was leaning towards 3-0, but I'll go 3-1 West Ham. Um, I think they're a good team.
3: Thank you, Cody. This is the week I come back.
1: Are you, Are you kidding me? Are you talking to you right now? Yeah. You have You're a lot drinking my time. drink, too, right now, you son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> I- Leicester versus Burnley. Leicester at home. Maddie, how are you feeling?
0: Uh Leicester at home. Burnley, yeah. Uh Burn- Leicester are gonna be upset. the drop points this past weekend. Um and they're playing Burnley, Leicester at home. I'm gonna go ahead and give Leicester, I want to say a kind of a comfortable they're not performing their best, but I'm gonna give them a 2-0 win over
2: Burnley. Yeah, I think that one thing Leicester should do. Burnley are just pretty staunch at the back. Um, but I think they'll get the win. So I'm going to say 1 0 Leicester. You
3: know what? Burnley are, yeah, they're tough defensively. They're annoying because I feel like I can never
2: predict the Burnley score. But I'm going to go they're, Leicester. They're the, one. they're the worst fucking team
3: they're, in this whole league. They'll <laughs> get relegated, though. So we won't have to watch them
2: <laughs> next year, though, guys. That's what we go. They won't be – they should They should be allowed no near back Premier. They just go from – get regula, regu, relegated from – Regulated! <laughs> get regulated to lead – Get regulated to the fucking MLS. Fucking hell. I'm going to 2-0 Leicester. Should be comfortable. Could be more, but I'm going to go
1: 2-0. Yeah, I'm going to mimic that. I'll go 2-0 as well. Uh, I kind of thought Burnley would do – they grind out results – historically in the past couple of years. And they just, they look pretty fucking dog shit this year. Um, and quite frankly, we just need to get one of those teams. That's the same color scheme as West Ham and Aston Villa out of here. There's too many of them.
2: I That's my <laughs> least favorite color
1: scheme, to be honest. It's There's three of them. And that's like not a regular color. It's not like a, I don't know. Get them out of there. All right. Watford is the worst though. Well, fun. speaking of Watford, we got Watford versus Newcastle. Uh, what do we think?
2: I'm going to go 1 1 draw. Ooh. Uh, I feel like Watford will sneak out a win again. I'm going to go 2 1 Watford.
3: I'm going to go actually 2 1 uh, Newcastle because I'm so excited about St. Max. That, is- <laughs> <laughs> that boy is about to go crazy on uh, Watford. He's about to beat Adam. 2 1 Newcastle. Jeez.
2: Yeah, Watford have impressed me. I have to go 3-1 Watford. Say Max, me great player, but he's just one player of 11.
3: No, he's about to get assisted by Almiron. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah,
1: so I'm going to go 2-1 Watford. I'm on the Watford train again. Um, how's the
2: uh, Santiago Munez transfer coming? Is he, is, is he, is he a new been- guy
1: yet?
3: Yeah, yeah, he actually has been there for a couple of weeks now, but he hasn't even gotten on the bench yet. They they haven't playing with their uh, youth squad so far, starting with their like U-23 team.
2: So they just have him watching so just having watching replays of go nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> I think
3: he's he's 18 or maybe just turned 19, so he's still young. So I think they're trying to take him, take him in slow. Like
1: this is what we want you to do, minus the Real Madrid part. <laughs> 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 All right, tough one to pick here, especially for our boy Mickey. Brentford Ooh. at home versus Liverpool. Buzzing boys. Man,
0: I really want Brentford to win this one. Um, I do got to give it to Liverpool. I think they'll edge him out um, in Brentford's pitch. But I think the scoreline might be – Go ahead. I I I'm give. uh Go ahead, two, dude, two, two one or three I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna go. ahead. You're gonna go, yeah. ahead go ahead, though, right, dude. He acts
1: like he's making a crazy pick, and he's still picking. I am. <laughs> go
0: ahead, man. Get Bradford to win. I am. I'm not <laughs> about to get Bradford. I'm gonna nah, go don't crazy. be crazy. Coward. I'm crazy. Y'all just want me to drop points.
3: Nah. You're fucking <laughs> coward.
0: <laughs> yeah, put, put your
3: macchiato down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead I'm going to give uh, Liverpool uh, a 2-0 win
2: uh, I'm going to give Brentford a little bit of a buzz and say 2-1 Liverpool win
3: Unfortunately, I'm, I'm going to agree with Matt 2-0 Two,
0: Come on oh, <laughs> I gave him all man. that yeah. shit I know <laughs> Come on. Hey, hey, if you need points just go ahead and copy me Let's go Hey, ahead. I already had it done with <laughs> you
3: that's true. So I just got to be mad. <laughs> <a> thing, <dude. laughs> that's why you're making your a comeback on me.
2: <laughs> oh my! then you won't close your, te- your, then you won't close the te- the double digit deficit right. on that.
3: Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but.
2: Um, yeah. Can't go against my team this week. Um, okay. If Brentford were playing another team, I would have gone for them actually, but two nil Liverpool. Week.
1: Yeah, that's a fair guess. Uh I in my head, I wanted to go for a draw, and it'd know, be a tough game, though. I don't I'm gonna say two we're... two one. The goal comes on a penalty for Liverpool. Uh, sorry, Brentford's goal is a is a a penalty because um, Liverpool seemed like they got locked down on defense. Well, I know what Matt's gonna pick on this one: Southampton versus Wolves. Matt, you gonna pick a draw? <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> you probably should. Wolves are not
0: looking their best, Southie. Southie boys, are uh, they're making their way through the season on a bunch of draws. So
2: Southie boys.
0: Uh, <laughs> woo! I'm going to
2: go, yeah. I'm going to go 1-1. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to give the South of Hampton here a 1-0 win. There we go. Wolf. and Saints go marching in, Omar.
3: I'm going to go the opposite of that, a 1-0 win for Wolves. I trust in Wolves. Raul Jimenez to finally okay. turn it around. Oh, okay. <sighs> Bro, it's about time the oh, guy oh, fucking okay. retired. This is oh, a man. Really
1: Raul, Raul, Raul Jimenez is still
2: weeks. rolling
0: over from that. <laughs> <laughs> An anchor he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: something in his head is not that a little piece. bitch.
0: Every, every week, Omar's like, this is his man. week. This is it. <laughs> like He's
2: not sure to where his he almost is. like You <laughs> almost automatically lose a point. By your Wolves prediction.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm going to stay faithful. I think Wolves are better than what they've been lately. They have a good team. When you watch them play, they, they got a good roster. That I like, they play attractive soccer. You know, they they uh, keep possession really well. If you look at the possession against every team they play, they've almost won possession every game. So
2: it's about time next week. Yeah. I feel like you'd still say that in the 30th, the 30th game of the season. <laughs> they're, they're, they're still like, yet like, to win. You're like, you know, they don't deserve <laughs>
3: I think by week 10, I'll lose fate. So they got a couple <laughs> more weeks
2: coming up on it. Um, Yeah, I'm going to be a different shade of beige to Matt and say, nil nil.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go beige as well. I'm going to go 1 1. Uh, I talk shit, but I got to come uh, back and kill it, Omar yeah, BB. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you feel <laughs> Omar breathing on your neck.
1: Our second-to-last game here might be the most interesting. Um, Arsenal versus Tottenham. I almost said at the 0-2. Arsenal are home. Both teams have, I think, only scored three goals total, maybe. Uh, Matt, how do you think this one ends up?
0: I think this will probably be a 2-0 Arsenal. I I could say it might get might be closer than that, but I do think Tot- or excuse me, did I say Arsenal? I yeah, I was like
1: damn, alright.
0: No, 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 no. I apologize I think Tottenham are going to come out on top on this one, uh, 2-0 hmm.
2: Yeah, it's weird, this is one of those fixtures that should be a headline Grand Slam Sunday fixture um, but you would rather watch Palace against Brighton to be honest, so <laughs> kind of sad that, that it is, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's true though, that's an actual Palace-Brighton <laughs> is a good game Yeah <laughs> Uh, so, yeah,
3: I would yeah. watch that game really, truthfully over the other one.
2: I would. Truthfully. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> both teams are kind of meeting each other in the middle, I think, uh, coming into this game. Um, yeah, I mean, it could go either way, Arsenal, even though they're winning some games, they're not really performing too well. Tottenham are uh, losing points while also performing the same that they have been. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Arsenal home. There is that kind of Derby feel to it. Um, hopefully, it's an exciting game, but I think I going to have to go. I'm going to say a tie on this one. Um,
3: Could be. I'm going to say 1-1. 1-1. I'm going to go Tottenham 2-1 on this one. Yeah, I'm, uh, what
2: Omar said, 2-1 Tottenham. I think they just played really well first half against Chelsea, so if they can maintain that tempo for longer, then they should beat Arsenal. Does Harry Kane score, though? One. I've written down
1: three different scores for this game. I started 3-2 Arsenal, and then I wrote down 1-1, and I am officially going 0-0. Times. <laughs> <laughs> I got no faith in this team's offense yeah. or their defense. Overthinking I it. And yep. I'll say it again. I'm coming back, baby. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, another barn burner again. Another one. Though. Crystal Palace versus Brighton and Hove Albion. Man, I think
0: uh, Crystal Palace will come out on top. I think uh, I'm gonna give them, uh, Crystal Palace a two-one
2: win. Yeah, I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna go the other the other way. I think the Brighton boys are a little bit more. Consistent uh, in the rolling in on a high still, with the with a few games in the season, I think Palace are a little, a little edgy. Depending on which way it goes, um, so I'm going to say two 0 Brighton. And I do want to mention Conor Ga- uh, Gallagher gets a oh, goal.
0: Get,
1: get the fuck Let's out go. of here with this Chelsea Let's go. shit. Let's go. <laughs> I'm surprised Omar <laughs> hasn't brought up Chuki scoring for Napoli today. Yeah, Who well, we went to because whole- I, I didn't even know
3: this is news to me. Yep, and they I took first place.
1: It.
0: Breaking on Serie A. Seria? Five. Yep.
3: Let's go. Hey, Chucky. He's been having
2: uh, you said metro- Metropolitano. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> move, moving on to Brian. I don't know. I wish I had news over uh, whether Bissuma will is gonna be able to come back after the injury or not. Um, because I think obviously seeing the difference that he makes for Brighton.
1: And Hove Albion.
3: And Hove Albion, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I hope for the sake of Brighton and true. Hove Albion, I hope he can play, and I say Brighton and Hove Albion 2-1.
1: Hey,
2: go goals. <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to go 2-1 Brighton, and I thought about it a little bit more like Cody did previously, and I'm going to say 1-1.
1: Well, mine was two one. <laughs> I'm gonna go two one Brighton on oh, this one. Yes. Yeah, I got I got Brighton <laughs> and Hove Albion goals. Um, man, this should be a great one though. I'm really excited. We got a lot of great games this weekend. Um, any anything you guys wanna add before we end? They on the Lions. They're winning. Let's hey. fucking go Lions. Let's go Lions.
2: Lions. Detroit. I yeah, Lions. Huh.
1: How about them lines? We lose every year, boys. But uh, again, uh, as we end every podcast, we thank everybody uh, that has listened. Uh, it's a ton of fun for us to do this, and um, we really appreciate every listener um, that we have. And if you guys ever want to reach us, uh, you can reach out in the RSS feed. Uh, we should have an email coming soon, um, or you can find me on Instagram at cbones8cbonez8. I will give you my personal info uh, because I'm pretty identifiable. But thank you everybody again. Uh, it's the Bus Side 5, and we really appreciate you all. Love y'all. Cheers, guys. Good night. Cheers.